News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Welcome to Cooking the Books, I'm Francis Cook. It's the most wonderful time of the year, or maybe the most stressful. Christmas is traditionally a time of big spending, but new research shows New Zealanders are getting sick of that. The Commission for Financial Capability has released research that shows what most of us really look forward to at this time of year. For 62% of us, it's time with family. That's closely followed by enjoying the summer weather at 37% and time off work at 33%. That is hard to argue with. What we're enjoying the least is the commercialism of the season. That's annoying 36% of us. It's closely followed by 35% of us saying it's just too expensive and 34% of us dreading the shopping. The worst part is that all of this stress may be for nothing, as one in four of us got at least one unwanted gift last year. And for those of us that did, 42% of us have it still sitting in a cupboard, unused. Honestly, this just seems like a lot of silly social pressure to do something that less and less of us are interested in, when we could be enjoying the much more fun parts of Christmas. So, how can we do it better? News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by Tom Hartman from the Commission for Financial Capability. Now, this research you've put out, so interesting, really showed a lot of things that I'd been feeling, but I didn't realize that other people were feeling so strongly and showing that what people really look forward to about Christmas is that spending time with the family and the yeah. time off work, the summer. And what we're not wanting is all of the commercialization and the getting stuck in the crowded shopping malls. And I thought it was so that it was so strong. What did you make of that? Yeah, it's so, it's so great. It turns out that these themes are what really unites us around Christmas, mm -hmm. which is what we're what we're lo really looking forward to, mm -hmm. which is time off of work, having some rest, time with family is number one yeah. by a long shot. Actually, by a mile. in in sixty percent of us, you know, that's yeah. the main thing we're looking forward to. So it's not, of course, we didn't ask five to seven year olds who probably are, you know, looking forward to what's under the tree. But pretty much for most of us, that's what it's about is family. Yeah, I thought it was, and I think it's always like slightly different for kids. Like you. Totally the magic of the season and kids might want a little bit of spoiling. That's fine. But it was so interesting to me that most of us are getting back to what I always see as the roots of the season and in and, and the family time. Possibly not the roots of the season in terms of summer, except for those of us who were raised here. But still, I thought it was a really, really strong split. Is it more than other years? Yeah, I think this is the first time that our research is really showing people going a bit more minimal mm. with, with Christmas in terms of spending, in terms of doing up and focusing on the things that are that are really important. So uh, long may it continue. I, you know, we'd really like to see people make it work uh, for them as opposed to this this commercial pressure. Yes. Um, to really to deliver, to um, gifts, commercialized Christmas, money worries going up, anxieties um, peaking. Yes, and what you mentioned there about money worries going up, because some people, even if we are not wanting to spend on presents, uh, I think a lot of people feel the pressure to still spend. 
Um, and you did find in this, what was it, about a quarter of us still putting Christmas on the credit card. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it sucks because people really feel this pressure to create a magical time and, of course, end up stressed out. What do you make of that? Yeah, there's even a small percentage of us. Um, I always wanted to know. Uh, I'd seen it overseas, and I was wondering uh, here. It's a small percentage, but some of us are still paying for last year's Christmas. Right now? Yeah, right right wow. now. Yeah, about uh, four, between 4 and 5%. And so, um, and that, you know, obviously we want to avoid, uh, uh, avoid that a lot. What needs to be said is that we're all sort of in, in this pressurized environment where it seems seems like, you know, our, our past research has shown that everybody feels like everybody is spending more than us, you know, and so we feel this pressure to, to ramp it up. You know, 40% of us have, have felt that, you know, everybody's spending more than us, but only 16% of us uh, in, the, in the past have felt that we're spending more than everybody else. Yeah. So that means, you know, we're, we're sort of in this artificial sort of um, you know, spend up on Christmas when when the reality is quite different. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we'll get to um, sort of fun but frugal Christmases in a tick because I think that's really important. But while we're on the credit cards, if someone has already put a bunch of stuff on the credit card and is now hearing this idea of it still being paid off next year and freaking out, you and I have talked about snowballs and avalanches before, right? Oh, yeah. What are the best yeah, ways to pay yeah, off credit Yeah, so there's debt? a couple of different uh, techniques on how to um, get to being debt-free, uh, mm. you know, and, and the classic one um, is the avalanche where you just pick the one with the highest interest rate and hammer that one at a time, making all the minimum payments on the other ones, but putting any extra money towards that. And that mm. is the quickest way to get out of debt. Mm. But we know from many people that in order to get that momentum, that motivation, the snowball method works really well, which is you pick the lowest balance yeah. of any um, debt that you have and target that one first, get it out of the way, and then it feels good. You've gotten one out of the way. Let's go yeah. on to the next one, next one, next one. So it's either you target the lowest balance one in the snowball or you target the highest interest rate one in the, in the avalanche, but uh, the goal is to get debt free. Yes, and the more extra payments you put on, the more you you don't have to pay off in the future. Time is literally money with debt. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so exactly. Thank you very much for that. I think the big thing for me is that this research seems to show that a lot of us are feeling the same way, but there's this social or commercial pressure that we feel like we need to live up to a certain hype of Christmas. Is that your suspicion too? Yeah, absolutely. The, the research is showing that. And if you look at what is really meaningful to mm. people at Christmas, though, it's not that. It's, mm. a, it's not how much we spend on gifts. It's really, um, we're seeing it overall um, in, in terms of spending money on experiences. Those are the things that uh, really fulfill us the most. But, but if you look at what people are really looking forward to, it's time with family, it's having uh, rest and the good weather, you know, yeah. that's what we're really looking forward to. Absolutely. I just want to eat a bunch of food that I probably shouldn't eat and lay on the beach <laughs> with <laughs> people that I like. Sounds great. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So trying to get that Christmas spend under control. Now you find, you found some people are putting a spending limit with their families and some people are saying no gifts at all. So what are some of the interesting like the, the community wisdom if if we will for keeping christmas under control while still having fun 
Well, we're really inviting people to hack the holiday. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are some easy hacks you can do to make sure it works for you and not you work for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them, um, surely one of my favorites is Secret Santas because you get to have that same group gift giving, but you get to focus on not having to cover everyone and actually focus on one person doing a really good job of that gift. Um, We can also set dollar limits. You know, if you're doing Secret Santa, say, okay, all gifts under 50, all gifts under 20, all some workplaces, all gifts under five or 10, or, you know, there's always fun ways to do it, but that is a great way to make sure it works for you and uh, you're spending, uh, uh, so dollar amounts. Um, Here's a great one if, you know, you're using, um, you know, cards a lot. Mm-hmm. If you really want to control your spending and make every decision count, work with cash. Nice. You know, come back to cash. It's that nobody will do it these days because it's so convenient. But if you really wanted to, you know, they do it with celebrities. When their money spending gets out of control, they they let them walk around with a huge envelope of cash. And, yeah. Isn't there... Anybody can do that. I feel... I, I think this was in a conversation with you as well. I feel like you... Um, once told me that there were stats that credit cards can make you spend 30% more than you would have otherwise. Yeah, I've seen some studies like that, and I'm not surprised. I mean, there's really no trade-off, right? With cash, you're like, huh, it's painful for me to let go of this. Mm -hmm. And then you gauge whether the thing you're buying actually is is worth it. With plastic, it's like the pain is is off when you get that monthly statement or when you you see it online, you know. I just, I don't think our monkey brains keep up with the swiping the plastic. I just don't think it conceives of it the same way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've put myself on a cash diet before and it was so good for staying on a budget. It really, really worked. I love what you said about the Secret Santa. Okay, so last year, mm. and this is really going to show that I'm a terrible human, but I'm okay with it. Um, no, we did. <laughs> wait till you hear. <laughs> um, last year, we did, I think we did a $20 limit. And oh, yeah. we did a Secret Santa where it was, you didn't actually pick who you were going for. It was just you had to get a gift for $20. And a few of us actually hit up some of my favorite secondhand shops. Oh, yeah. And we found things that were still in their packets, you know, things that were brand new and should have been 50 or 60 bucks, but were 10. But they weren't used. It was so great. Mm -hmm. So we found a bunch of stuff there and then you wrap it up and then you draw names out of a hat and you sort of pick what you think might be good depending on the shape of the wrapped object. But then also... You can steal. That's right. You from can who's steal. Gone yeah, I've seen people do it that way. It's so great. Good. It's great fun. It's I great stole fun. off my mother-in-law. Did you? It was so how'd great. That, how'd that go down? <laughs> my mother-in-law is so nice, and oh, I torture that woman. Like <laughs> She's that too nice. So she makes it too easy. Oh, you're lucky. Um, yeah, I'm awesome. very lucky. Um, so she got this fabulous slate cheese board that I looked at and thought, well, <laughs> "You have a lot of cheese boards, and I have none." <laughs> So I stole it. I was the last one to be picked, so I could have stolen anyone's. Yeah. So I stole hers. And then I went home and had a cheese platter and took a picture and sent it to her. Man. <laughs> you can't take me anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but we do you use start... any of these? Do I uh, any of these tricks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of dollar amounts, yeah, yeah. Um, at home mm. and then at work and with friends, yeah, definitely done Secret Santas, definitely done yeah. dollar limits, definitely, yeah. It yeah. makes it so much less stressful. Keep it simple. Yeah, because I had to get one present for the family. I also got one for my husband, but that's the only person who got an actual present. Um, and that was it, two presents. 
and I was done. And we focused on then making a bunch of food and hanging out. Yeah, it's, a, it's really great. Yeah, for me, the, the question always is, how much Christmas do I get out of this spend? And yes. so I really get into, say, Christmas trees because, mm -hmm. one, that's my tradition. But I also see, like, in our family, you know, everybody's there decorating together. We get a lot of Christmas out of just doing that. So I'll yeah. always, you know, emphasize that a little bit less on uh, the gifts are less important. The kids get really into that, obviously. So, you know, mm -hmm. but also trying to buy things that they need, too. That's the other way that you can hack the holidays. Kids always need stuff. They need togs. They need this. They need that. They need shoes. They need... So if you get them things that uh, they need, not necessarily the plastic that they want, uh, you can actually stretch that um, your funds way further. Plus, also, if the kids get new togs and then you all go to the beach together, that's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Family traditions I, I, I really love. For example, um, you know, I've, I've met some families who first thing Christmas morning is a walk on the beach. And nice. uh, it's so great. You, know, you can imagine all the memories that mm. uh, people have as they grow up. Oh, yeah. Every year. I'll bet you'd day. remember that so much more. Mm -hmm. I would say as someone who has kids, how many kids do you have? Three. Three. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Good luck to you. All teenagers. Oh, definitely good luck to you. Well, I have a 12-year-old who's been a teenager longer than the others, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, how did it take a while for your family to adapt? Because I feel like the pressure is extra for families. It definitely is. And a lot of uh, families are overstretched at this time of year. It's really hard to deliver, mm -hmm. you know, all on that expectation. So reeling back those expectations uh, earlier mm -hmm. in, in our family, it's, it's difficult because everybody clocks a birthday just before Christmas as well. Oh, no. October, November, December. And so uh, my 14 year old was yesterday. And so it's like until you go through that and then you start to think about Christmas money wise, it's, it's actually quite challenging. So mm -hmm. it takes a, 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 a lot of, uh, you know, forward planning, making sure that certain things are in place. But then afterwards, what ends up happening is we go into the holidays and then we go into school starting. And mm -hmm. so um, what can really help is just to think and make a plan for all this time because there's one wave of expenses after another. And without planning ahead, we get caught out, say, at the end of January, right when school is starting. And uh, those credit card bills might be coming in right at that time. That's where people have a lot of, a lot of difficulty. I'll bet. So do you do things like, um, do you have like limited numbers of presents or limited spends? Do you have to save through the year? Do you, I guess, mix? Definitely, we limit the number of presents. So mm. like I'll, I'll try to really focus on really good ones, really quality, get a lot for money and not many, many, many things. Yeah. Yet, you know, so that's what I've tried to in the past. Also, I've tried to uh, emphasize things that, Maybe we could do together like sports stuff, like, uh, um, you know, uh, find ways to create experience. See, what we're really after is making memories, right? That's another way to hack the holidays is really emphasize that what we're trying to do is not just spend time with family, but really make memories together, things that we'll always remember in the years to come. And that's where uh, money gets the, we get the most value out of it. Oh, absolutely. I could not agree with you more. And Merry Christmas. I hope you have an absolutely oh, you fantastic you too. One. Thank you so much. I'll probably torture my mother-in-law some more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my mother, who is also visiting two people to torture. Yeah, yeah. I have an awesome mother-in-law, too. We should have a club of great mother-in-laws. We get a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I hope you don't torture yours the way I torture mine. I hope you're nicer. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas to all your viewers, too. I mean, it's been great to be a part of this. Thanks. Oh, absolutely. Yes, Merry Christmas to everyone. 
everyone, the Christmas joy. Hey, thanks so much. That's Tom Hartman from the Commission for Financial Capability. Now, I am, of course, enjoying Christmas this year, but still send me your questions. I cannot put the phone down, so I'm always online. You can find me, Facebook, Francis Cook Journalist, Twitter, Francis Cook, Instagram, Francis Cook NZ, and you can also subscribe to this podcast. We are pretty much everywhere, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.